Welcome back, everyone, to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode six for Sunday, June 22nd, 2014. My name is Shane, and joining me is Anthony. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? How are you? Doing pretty well. Yeah. Also joining, of course, Matt. Matthew. Hey. Gotta say Matthew. Crazy that same intro every time, hey. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, hey, change it up. Hey! Tony, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's good. Nice. We got me just now. What do you you guys what are you guys uh consuming there for your beverages? Anything at all anything this time? Matt? I've got a uh, Pompo Moose LaCroix. Ooh, that's a made up drink. Fancy. Whatever you just said, that's not that's not real. I've got Tony Glaris. New Glarus, women, two women, nice, yeah, very nice. I'm drinking a little. I'm drinking a little. Ca- <laughs> you already drank a lot. Caber- Cabernet, <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, that's exactly how you sum that out. Just kidding, Tony. Just kidding again. What are we? What? I mispronounce things too. That's all. Thanks, Shane. Telling <laughs> on that. That's Just funny. kidding. Uh, all right. Well, hey, what's uh, what's happening? What's going on? What is happening in the tech world with the two of you? Boy, not too much. Lately, I've been outside. It's nice out. So. It is. It is summertime, and well, sometimes the weather's okay now. I, for some of us, anyway. We uh, some of us live in the Midwest and don't always have the best of weather, but. Uh, that you know, does all the time keeps us outside away from the <laughs> technology. That doesn't count. You love it. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, anything going on in the tech world with you? Um, yeah, actually. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, my Mac Mini, the uh, the hard drive is kind of dying. So, I'm taking a look at uh, maybe alternatives to either replacing it or um, trying uh, running a operating system on an external hard drive. Um, so I'll probably go into the details at a different XP boost, uh, more on, on kind of what I found out. But um, yeah, just trying that out. Um, actually had some good luck with it, so uh, digging it quite a bit. Um, but that's been keeping me busy. Cool, cool. Awesome, excellent, rad. How about you, Shane? Uh, not too much, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. yep. Uh well I mean the only thing is uh probably when when we get to our XP boost section that's the most uh the newest technology type of things that have been going on with me lately we'll get to that in a little bit but in the meantime we're gonna go ahead and jump right into this news any volunteers who wants to go first this time Tony. Okay. <laughs> um, my article is um, from Time, Time Magazine, and it's this smart cup knows what's inside of it. And um, it's by uh, basically this new company um, called, oh, I just had it before. Um, 
Oh, one second here. Mark one, and they are making a smart cup, and it's supposed to be able to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, that's uh, that's not something you put on uh, your jock strap, right? That is true, <laughs> and maybe someday in the future. There you go. That's where all of our heads go first, apparently, to the that kind of cup. Thanks, Shane. That kind of head. <laughs> no, but uh, um, Mark One is making this um, this smart cup. It's supposed to just show you, and they have a really good video on this article, as well as it goes to the site, which is myvessel.com, and that's V Vessel is spelled V-E-S-S-Y. Wessel. It's pronounced Wessel. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice, Shane. Thank you. Um, but it's um, it's supposed to uh, track um, things like calories and um, caffeine and sugar whenever you, you put anything into it, as well as alcohol, al- uh, alcoholic beverages, um, and um, from their site, as well as the article, um, even um, like thicker drinks too, like shakes and malts, and just show you um, like how much of these things are in it and then document it to your – they'll have an app out soon. I don't think they have one out yet through um, either iPhone or Android or even Windows. Um, but this cup is going to come out uh, next year sometime, early next year. And I, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting because um, I can see how hard it is to, you know, people kind of, you know, they track how they work out, you know, with either pedometers or, you know, you know phone apps. Um, but not usually what we eat. And I think eating, you know, dictates a large portion of, you know, our weight and our, you know, health and, you know, when people are trying to cut calories and things like that, it might be harder to, you know, write, a, write up a journal. And I think, Shane, you used a, an app called Lose It before. That's correct. And, and um, as, as nice as it is to kind of, I think if you document more, you're more likely to make better choices, but it's also a lot more tedious, too. And I did see how that did work for you, Shane, but I'm sure, you know, over time you're like, oh, I'm getting sick of this. You know, you whip it out, you whip out the app or the <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> yep. Um, Whenever you're at dinner, whether it be at Denny's or at someone's house, you're like, oh, I got, you know, I had this, you know, chicken or steak or whatever. And it, those apps are trying to make it easier by, um, you know, you'd be able to scan that, you know, QR code or whatever that's called um, and then just put in your portion. But, you know, I still think that's something that's harder. But if you can, you know, put what you're eating into some of these devices, um, you know, that they're going to go in anyway, and then it just automatically tracks it. And you can kind of look on your phone. Oh, what did I have today? What can I you know, um, take out or, you know, what am I lacking or what am I having too much of? I think it's a really good idea. Um, what I don't think a lot of people will do is maybe buy this cup because, um, (laughs) how much is it? You can pre-order for a hundred dollars now, but when it comes out for retail, it'll be 200 and it's a little over 11 ounces. Um, it's got a lid, so that's kind of nice too, I guess. <laughs> 11 ounces? They couldn't make it 12 ounces, so you can put it Yeah, up. it's like 11 point, oh, I, I don't remember, um, 11 point like three or something. So wait, this is in uh, the UK or something, or? No, this is, well, I don't know where the company is, but, um. Seems like. Oh, 13 ounces even. Would... Oh, oh, nice. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was 11, but yeah, 13 ounces even. Okay. Um, and yeah, if you want to pre-order it now, you can save a hundred bucks. You just buy it for ninety. Wait, wait, wait. Is that actually what they're doing, or is it you're paying fifty percent now and then the other fifty percent later? Well, I was t- oh, well boy. when I went to the site, um, <laughs> they crossed out two hundred and they yeah. put ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I part of me feels like that crossing out. Now I don't take my word for it. Maybe you want to talk to them. Um, yeah, but take it up crossing out that two hundred kind of leads me to believe like, oh, if you buy it now, you're going to save yourself a hundred dollars. 
Yeah, this is uh, but, really interesting. So, I, yeah, this cup. So it tells what you actually put into it. You put in. It says it can identify the difference between Coke and Pepsi. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, the video is nice. It's kind of impressive. It kind of shows you how you know someone might interact with it throughout the day, and then kind of at the end of the video that they have, they have the guy like the CEO um, founder of Mark One, and he um, kind of talks a little bit about it. I find it very interesting. Even if you can't um, or you don't want to spend that kind of money on it, I really think that more things will come because of this. Like if they aren't already, which I'm. I like that. I like um, any kind of tracking to kind of help, you know, maybe lose weight or to just see what's going in your body. Like, I have no idea how much caffeine I drink a day, and I know I drink a lot. But kind of seeing that in a numbered form, I think that would be either a huge wake-up call or I'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yep, so can you, can you put in put in? That's what I want to know. Does it, know it says it? thicker fluids like milkshakes and yogurt. Oh, there you go. I'm really yeah. thinking this is going to be an awesome party favor. You just mix drinks, <laughs> throw them in there. See if it can tell what it is, and then if it tells it you know, correctly, someone takes a drink. If, if incorrectly, maybe the, you know, the person who owns it takes a drink if, if it gets it incorrectly. Oh, and that's very like nice. Yeah, just to see. Uh, like, yeah, I'm sure there's something you could put in that might get fooled by it or whatever. Or they might have a generic, like, like Guess like what notification. This is. Like, you <laughs> might say mixed drink or whatever, but not really know what it is. They right. might just flash that. But um, also reading it. if it tells it, the sugar it, content, I guess it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, picking <clears> it judge how many calories it has that's probably the big thing yeah that's true and then the, the only way to, to turn it is just a gesture you just look at it and you just turn you tilt it up and then the little display on it just shows you how it or what's all in it and everything like that and it, it does give you a little docking stare at this cup yeah. <laughs> it gives you a little docking station thing it's wireless charging i don't i don't think i read exactly like you know how much it charges on it but um is it waterproof um good question I don't know. I'm half joking and half. It's kind of like, man, I might want to throw it in the dishwasher. I think, oh, that's it's true, not. They say don't put it in the dishwasher. Uh, wash it by hands. But they're also saying you don't really need to because it'll really rinse out and, you know, everything will be great. You barely need to wash it. In, in the FAQs I was looking before, they're like, you really, you rarely need to put it in the dishwasher. This but is, just this is the first step in the right direction, I think, toward yes, being able to track all calories, really, which is uh, in, in an easier way than how we are now. Now, I know it's a lot better than how previously it was, where you probably carry on a notebook and, you know, having the apps, iPhone or, or, or whatever. Right. You have. But, that uh, and yeah. um, the, the closest thing I'd really heard to before this was uh, there was an app, I think it was called like Meal Snap or something like that, where you could take a picture of a meal and it would try to tell you what the calories were in that particular meal, which... I'm guessing probably wasn't even really that accurate. Um, I can't imagine, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, this is. I, I think I'm gonna I like buy this idea. cup and I'm gonna consume all of my calories with liquids. <laughs> you will you do that. You definitely lose weight and look glorious, Matt. That's a good point. <laughs> all right, well, it's. Uh, should we uh, go on to the next article then? Um, sure. Matt, do you want to go next or shall uh, I? Sure. You can go. Uh, yeah, go. So mine is from Engadget. It is a Galaxy S5 LTEA. LTE-A is Samsung's first phone uh, with a QHD display and Snapdragon 805 chip. Um, I have no clue what the Snapdragon 805 chip is. It sounds fast. Uh, I was just impressed with it has a, a QHD display, uh, which if anybody uh, knows, it's uh, the 1440p, so kind of the same thing that you've got that Apple 27-inch Thunderbolt display that you can buy for a grand. Uh, this phone's going to have that same resolution uh, on the phone, which I just thought was kind of amazing kind of seems pretty ridiculous over the top but um so just uh it's a 5.1 inch screen uh 
and it breaks down to 540, uh, right around 540 pixels per inch. Uh, and so Apple's definition of Retina was 326, so it just kind of blows that away. Yeah. Um, and I also heard that, uh, I guess read a similar article, LG's got a phone coming out that has the same kind of resolution. So um, I don't know, I just thought the the resolution just it kind of blows my mind how much uh, how many pixels they're packing into those uh, uh, those phones. Nice. Does the um like at more resolution does that dictate any kind of less battery? I don't know if you would know this, but I was just or is that more on the backlit screen of it? I wonder if there's Ooh. anything on that. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't. I didn't read anything about the the battery life on these guys. Um, I'd assume it affects it at least a little bit. Uh, but yeah, maybe it's the, the backlight's the big thing, and the the, the number of pixels isn't really. You know uh, the thing. I, you know the thing I like about this article is. Uh, the uh, the picture that they show oh wait they do i guess they do show the display on one of those and then the other two phones and the other does not show the display at all but um oh yeah it's not a very <laughs> close-up shot of it so you can't exactly make it out or anything but i'll take their word for it yeah that's impressive yeah, nice 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 little display there yeah what was that you is that is that you good? You got it. That was it. Yeah, I was just amazed right. by the uh, the number of pixels. So that's I just wanted to thought that was kind of cool. That's quite. That's quite all nice. I got though. Good deal, and we'll see uh, come this fall what kind of uh, maybe we'll we will see a higher not necessarily higher density uh, pixels on the next gen iPhone, but uh, if they're going bigger displays, it is a possibility that we might see some higher resolutions on that also. So. Oh, they got to do it. They coined Retina. They got to. They got to outdo this one. That's a good possibility if <laughs> if they do increase the size, which sounds like know. things might I... go that way. Okay, well, uh, and then my article is from BetaBeat.com, and it's titled "Solo Roadways Founders Strike Back at Haters in the News Media." And to those of you that haven't heard yet of the solar freaking roadways as they like to call them um they're essentially these uh hexagon hexagonal what do you guys say hexagonal hexa hexagonal one of those um these little glass uh led panels that are meant to replace roadways um as an al alternative to um current road uh materials and the way uh, there's a couple of points to them. It's, um, you know, one of which is light up. You know, you can have multiple uh, ways of lighting up the road with uh, dashes or what have you. They could potentially be used for animals. If animals are crossing, they could light up the road in that sense. They're supposed to be, re you know, fully recycle recyclable. And um, so those are just a few things if you haven't heard about them already. Um have you guys uh, heard about that by chance? These solar roadways. Uh, this is the first time hearing about it. Yeah, same here. I feel like it's really uh, taken off now. You know, they've got. I think they've raised two million, and i i don't I donated like ten dollars to it, <laughs> but I think it's kind of a cool thing. Anyway, um, so you've got people right now that are news media um, that are not that are kind of li liking to point out some of the cons that uh, these might, you know, um, provide out there. And they're saying things like it's unprofessional or, or that, um, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Those lights are unprofessional on the road. Right, right, you want right. a professional-looking roadway. No, I should say, <laughs> I should point out that the, the people that actually started this whole concept are Scott and Julie Broussaw. And there's a whole YouTube video out there for this that you should check out if you haven't already. And it, it's kind of hilarious, but uh, they go through it all, and, and it's right off of their website. But at any rate, they, Scott and Julie Broussaw, are the ones that are saying that the media is saying uh, that what the media is saying is unprofessional and deliberately misleading, um, trying to lead their uh, lead people astray. And some of the things, and their main point is that, as they say, haters are going to hate, which um, I can kind of understand. You're always going to have, you know, um, an opposing view to everything. Well, what and, is the opposing view to these? Yeah, so some of the things um, they're saying is that, let's see here. I've got it highlighted here and everything. Uh, <laughs> mm. Yeah, so one of the, one of the big things uh, I think that they're saying is that LED lights uh, can't be seen during the day, and but part of that, part of the reason that's not necessarily the case is because any that they this article specifically points out is that if you trudge through trudge through Times Square um, at any time uh, during a commute, you, anyone that has been through that can can refute that. Um, have, have either of you been there by chance, Times Square? Nope, I have not been. Uh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, so you can you can see those lights pretty clearly during the day. Would you say? Um, I mean, it's just anything you know. If you drive on the highway and you see the LED uh, uh, billboards, kind of the same type of thing. There's, I mean, there's a ton of them on, yeah. on the road or in that street. Right, and it's, and it's not. But yeah, the, you don't have an issue seeing that during the daytime. Is the point? But so it's more along the lines of they want to signal something like a, an animal on the road or something like that it's, instead of just having the they just want the dash lines to be more pronounced at night. I mean that's that's part of it. Um, it's but it, it, it's it's supposed to be the, the the entire point of it is to be multifunctional and and the part that I guess I had failed to mention because they are sail, solar roadways is that there's there are also solar panels. Um, so they will, uh, you know, they're self-generating uh, in that in that sense. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that that energy could actually be used for things other than the road itself. And I think that's a big part of it as well. But um, so is all of the pavement on the road going to be basically solar panels? And then, I mean, LED lights don't take that much energy. I'd, right. If you've got the whole surface area of a road, right? Yeah. Energy, so it could potentially generate a lot of uh, extra energy, I believe. And, Extra um, energy. Well, one of the other things, actually, I should say, so, again, that whole video, it goes through everything you need to know about it. And, and this is something um, I've already talked about on uh, Wildernet as well. Uh, and I think it's something that kind of com- uh, has to do with both these podcasts. I think it pertains. Um, but one of the other things specifically was the uh, for the wintertime, um, it's not – it's a big deal for that because – um, those LEDs, those surfaces could potentially melt the snow. And oh. so you're going to save on plowing and salt costs and all that good stuff as well. So it just seems does, all around. Does LED emit that much heat? I thought that was kind of one of the big... Well, I think I believe so. Power yep. savings of it. It's, uh, that's one of the things with... that's. It's, it's not going to be the whole road though, right? It's just going to be the 
uh, little dashed square. lines or the, the solid lines in the middle of the road, right? Oh, no, I... Um, or are they going to have this, not the get whole that road impression. Be LEDs? They, they, Could they have, like, you're driving down the road and they start showing ads in front of you and the ad moves <laughs> with you? And then the I car mean, might get to that. I don't think there's <laughs> that many LEDs at this stage. I think it's... At this point, wait, I, that could be the future. It's very possible. But um. <laughs> the only thing I have is, um, well, like in Wisconsin or whatever, with snow and salt and all that stuff, is you know roads tend to you know get potholes and stuff. Would some of these break off or whatever? And then mm-hmm. you kind of be you don't have lines or if they have you know you know crosswalk signs or you know. Yeah, clearly it's not. Um, I mean, I'm sure we could pick apart different things, but it does seem like it would be. Well, that's part of They've got a phase two project. Phase two is building nanobots to repair these roads. So they're still on phase one of just getting the roads out there. So Right. Maybe they should make the nanobots first. And then so, we can just, they can build that into the programming of the nanobots. Boom. Uh, crazy. Start with phase two first. I like where your head's at, Matt. Let's so one of, the other, <laughs> one of the other uh, problems that the media seems to have with it um, in this this was from equities.com has had estimated that it would cost 60 trillion dollars and that's one of the other things that the Brusaws are um saying just isn't isn't the case that it definitely won't cost 60 trillion is what they're saying except for like the whole country <laughs> or what? Uh, yeah that's uh let's see what else will say it won't uh da, 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 da. Even a few trillion dollars would be dozens of times the total budget of the Federal Highway Administration is what they're saying here. Um, yeah, so a lot of this is still kind of up in the air. If you know, obviously, it would take a long time before this could fully replace. And and oh, sure. I'm not even saying it's going to ever fully replace what we have. I just think it's a pretty cool idea. Namely, well, yeah, I think and, that uh, that number is kind of crazy because you think about uh, you're constantly maintaining roads, and it's. It's not like you're paying to rip up a road and put down this new LED road. It'd probably be as you're repairing things, you would replace it with this new technology. Yeah. So it can't. I can't imagine it would be. You know, you're not incurring that whole cost up at once, digging up every single road in the United States and replacing it with an LED road. So that seems a little bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And then another thing they point out is that uh, the current roadways aren't uh, as inexpensive and maintainable as some news outlets claim. You know. You think about, I, I mean, I don't know about other people out there, but where I'm at right now, there's constantly construction going on, road construction, and um, I got to think that that cost adds up real quick. And not only that, but it's a giant nuisance on everyone. And I just keep thinking, I don't even care what it is. I've, I've heard years ago that there's other alternatives to to materials in the road, things that can last longer. And, you know, I'm, I'm all for anything that's going to cut down on road construction and not to say that I want, you know, construction crews out of jobs or anything like that. I just, me personally, just that kind of stuff bugs the crap out of me. And, um, again, they've, they've raised 2 million. They've gone and raised 2 million for this project as it is. And I, I think it's, uh, it's a, it's a good thing. And, and, I'm all for it. You guys, uh, from what you've heard so far, is this something you think you would, uh, you think is a good idea or not? If it, um, if the goal is to help eliminate construction, I'm all for that too. I don't like construction, like in the long term. But right. If it's you know, it's definitely that is definitely um, part of the beauty of it. 
Mm-hmm. It, it eliminates construction? Did I miss something? Well, no, no, or no. If it, if it just fly, I don't <laughs> it would lessen it. So it's there. The nanobots will eliminate it. These, they're very strong. These, I mean, it's, it's a certain type of glass panel, and it's supposed to withstand um, a lot of weight. Um, I don't have that exact number here, what it's supposed to, but I would think they could only get better at you know, the amount of weight that they would support. And and you just you just replace, you know, one panel at a time if one goes out. I think that's part of the part of why it would be um something that would potentially take, you know or last longer and not there wouldn't necessarily be as much much construction due to it. But uh anyway, this is to tie into what our podcast is all about. I think this is something that would really uh, make our lives simpler and benefit everyone in the long run. So that's all I have to say about that. Go Shane. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move right along here into XP boost. All right. This week, um, I think I'm going to start off here by talking about a little thing called Bluetooth headphones, and um, I should say specifically stereo, Bluetooth stereo headphones, not to be confused with your average Bluetooth headset that uh, everyone that walks around with looks like a jerk just talking <laughs> on their Bluetooth headphone headset. Um Maybe it'll look even worse if you have you know both ears covered up. I don't know. Mostly what I like to use this for is um, at the gym or running outside. But So I've gone through a few different pairs of Bluetooth headphones, and one of which, uh, my first two pairs uh, were this Jaybird brand. And um, I believe the ones that I had was I had the first generation and the second generation of those headphones. And the second generation, there was actually a few different levels of them, and I think I had the lower-end one at that point. Um, They're really highly rated, for sure. Um, And and, and I I feel like the rating, the average rating I've seen has maybe gone down a little bit since I first had them. But um, they were... They were quite nice um i should say were they um, the uh kind of the ear nub kind or were they the yes. wrap around your, your ear ones? they are they are the earbud um in in ear type of uh headphones and which is i if i had a choice i would say that that's probably my preference um for sure at the gym where you're not uh some of that sounds not going to escape as much as say you know your standard um out I don't I don't know what you call the other what's the opposite of that out out of ear style of headphones but um you know I I had those I would say each of those lasted about a year maybe <laughs> before oh, the they Jaybird just shit? yeah before they maybe they just kind of died on me and just I the think, battery uh, died or I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, something like that. Uh, and they're supposed to be pretty sweat resistant. And I want to say the first pair I had maybe even said sweat proof on it. And I, at the time, I thought um, the warranty might have been. I could have sworn I remembered reading something like lifetime warranty, but it might have only been limited warranty. One of those, you know. Um, 
but I remember trying to contact them at the time, and I think the company was still pretty young, and, and for whatever reason, I never actually heard back from them, which is unfortunate. Um, and then the second pair that I had was, I, I remember looking recently, and I and I double-checked on that warranty, and it did say it was limited uh, one year, I believe, and I think I was probably just outside of that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so uh, the first pair I had, it just kind of stopped working. And, um, and then this more recent pair, uh, the first thing that I noticed with it is that the, the button, the, the power button just kind of started sticking, but it would still work. Um, still worked for quite a while. And then eventually, uh, it wasn't until, I don't know, a couple months ago that it just wouldn't turn on anymore. Um, but you know, for the time that I had them, they were great. The quality overall sound quality was awesome on them um probably one of the most interesting things about those headphones is that they had multiple different ways to adjust the headphones um and by that i mean they had um different attachments one of what you know they had the, the ones the types of attachments that would wrap around your ear and then they also had the type that would actually wrap within your ear which is kind of hard to picture but it was kind of this uh porous rubber um that would kind of curve upward inside of your ear and that held them. And that's actually all I used. That was that particular piece. And it would, it would uh, keep them real steady in your ear. And it, it did a great job of that. Um, and you don't really, as far as I'm aware, that's the only pair of uh, Bluetooth headphones that actually has anything like that. But uh, that, I think that's one of the more distinguishing factors of the Jaybird headphones. Um, but again, um, you know, they're meant to be sweat resistant. Um, and I, I just have a feeling that that ultimately probably led to the death of both pairs of those headphones. Um, and I will say that they are, you know, they were kind of ahead of its time. I believe I paid about a hundred bucks for each of them at the time. And they, uh, which was a little more than I wanted to spend nowadays. Thankfully, uh, Bluetooth stereo headphones prices are starting to fall and you can get pairs such as the more recent pair that I received, which is, this is one, I think the first two I got probably both from Best Buy and this most recent pair is the 66 audio BTS plus Bluetooth sports headphones. And, um, that's, that's all I really have other than it's the 2014 model. So, um, I don't have any, I couldn't find any other specific information, so I don't think they're a real well-known company or anything, but so far, they are quite nice. They, unfortunately, they're, they're not the internal in-ear type of headphones, um, as I mentioned, which would be my preference, but so far, so good. Um, you know, they wrap around your ear, and it's more of the traditional style of, of, uh, earphones, whatever you want to call them. Um, the battery life, I want to say, I don't, I, I don't actually have it in front of me. I think it's, I want to say it's 20 hours on these, which wow. I, I believe is quite a bit better than the, uh, the Jaybirds. So th- it's got that going for it. Um, the quality so far is quite nice. Um, the only, the only negative I find is that, you know, people around you can hear it a lot better, um, because it's not in, in ear like, like the Jaybirds would be. They fold up pretty nicely um so that's easy you know easy to store and um comes with a nice little 
uh, nice little sack that you can store them in. And, uh, yeah, so they're, so far they, they're doing good. I've only, unfortunately I've only had them for a few weeks now. Um, so you have to be seen whether or not they'll last longer than the Jaybirds. But, uh, do a follow-up episode in eight body year. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Lasseter Jaybirds. Right. Um, what about either of you guys? Have you, either of you, um, had, had any Bluetooth headphones in particular that you, uh, like to talk about? Um, I just want to point out that uh, I guess the only ones I've used for working out are just the ones that come with uh, the phone, so just the the corded ones. Um, and those seem, if I work out with them, they'll die within like a matter of weeks. So saying the Jaybird only lasted a year, that actually sounds like uh, quite a long time um, from my you know from my point of view. I I had some of the the ones that wrap around your ear and they've got the stupid pad that just goes on. I think those are probably you know just by design the way they are probably a little bit better for sweat but um uh, you know they don't really do a very good job of co- concealing the the music so um i don't know i stopped listening to music while i worked out i just didn't find any good solution so maybe i'll have to try one of these yeah tony what do you what do you uh what have you experienced in the way of bluetooth stereo headphones well it's been a while i i haven't used anything lately but um back in 2012 i decided to get a pair and i started with a motorola <laughs> Uh, um, I did look this up, and it's a Motorola S10 HD, and um, HD. What it is, it kind of goes around your head. It's like a piece of plastic that kind of goes up and o- around your ears. Um, it's not a cord or anything, but it's like one unit, and it's got those little silicon things you can put on the edge of each to go in your ears to try to be comfortable. Um, I had that for only a couple of days, and I could not, for the life of me, get it to feel good or or anything on my head. So the one that kind of um, looks like a hairband. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. It was red, I think, or whatever. Um, so I really tried to give it some time, and I, I did like the fact that I didn't have a cord near me when I was working out. Um, so that was nice. But yeah, it didn't feel right, so I took it back. And then I tried uh, Plantronics Backbeat 903. And that was, I did write down less than a year on a, on a, notes but i really want to, I, I look back on that i think it was like four months and either the battery died or it just wouldn't sync with my iphone anymore and those had a cord that connected to two devices that kind of went around your ear and then you know kind of went in your ear um that one felt right felt good um but i don't know if it was the battery or maybe if it was sweat or i didn't i didn't read anything about waterproof or sweatproof or whatever um but for uh, I think the sound quality on both of them were good. I don't really know what the specs were on either of those too much, but you know, I, I just kind of went with feel for the most part. But right now, and you know, pretty much since I've been working out at the gym, the thing that's worked the best is the iPhone headphones. <laughs> that's all I use, the white yeah. ones. And you're one of the few people I think I've heard of where those they actually stay in your ears. Right? Yeah, when I'm running, when I'm lifting weights, everything. Maybe you they just don't move around as much as. I do. I don't know. I can't explain Good. that because they do not. St- those at least the latest ones do not stay in my ear, and I know they're meant to actually supposed yeah. supposedly be better or stick in there better than previous uh, mm-hmm. Apple ear- earphones. They work the best, and yeah, the longest I should say. I mean, even before this, and you know, I had the first iPhone I think in '07 was the first one that came out. But ever since, how long have you been before those? What's that? Oh, how long have you been working out with the the earbuds? Um, or... As long as I've been, I guess I started Cardinal Fitness. What back in '04 with you guys? <laughs> um, 
but you know, and then I think I've been, well, I don't know, maybe 05 or 06, whenever I got my first iPod, let's say I think I had a shuffle in 06 maybe. And then ever since really until the iPhones came out. And then when I tried these. Gotcha. Um, so, I will yeah. say, uh, for people that are maybe shopping around for these also, um, the way I kind of went about my latest decision on the Bluetooth headphones was um, just like to look on. I like to buy a lot of things on Amazon now. And um, I just basically look for a good combination of good rating and number of ratings. And I think this one had, you know, 200 plus the uh, the 66 audio ones. And there was another pair I was looking at. It didn't have quite as many ratings, but um, in fact, not. I don't think it was nearly. It's maybe only twelve, but it was. But it did have a pretty high rating of those twelve, and it was. Um, I think I showed it to you guys. It was. It had a Bluetooth receiver. It was. It was actually less expensive than the pair I ended up buying. But but it had this attachment to the earphones. Um, that was a remote, but it was. You know, it was a cord, which ultimately I was just thinking, <laughs> why would you? What it, that completely eliminates the point. I mean, thankfully this yeah. this remote actually clipped on. You know, you could clip it onto your shirt, but at the same time, it's just yeah. I just ultimately um, supposedly had great quality, um, but yeah, that's that really is kind of eliminating the point of uh, of Bluetooth. I think. Yeah, I would agree to that. All right, so I guess that's about it. If uh, if no one else has anything to add. I think that's yeah. Matt, All right, I'm good. good. Um, no, uh, no write-ins this week or call-ins or letters. However, um, <laughs> I did have some feedback from someone at work that uh, uh, told us that we'd like to uh, maybe we should uh, maybe not go on too much about things necessarily. So uh, I think we maybe <laughs> did that a little better this week. Maybe uh, that we have a shorter episode at least. That's good, I don't right? Think we've ever had a problem before. We should just keep going on about this comment. <laughs> yeah, you know, I gotta say, uh, completely Remember? false, not right at all. Uh, no. Then we'll get off tangent. I'm just kidding. Else. We we appreciate uh, any feedback at all. Um, in fact, all we want to do is improve. So uh, keep keep coming. <laughs> and if you would like to leave that feedback, you can go ahead and do that at techiespodcast at gmail Facebook.com slash TechEasePodcast or on Twitter at TechEasePodcast. Yeah. Hey, do we have any questions to our listeners that maybe could spark some emails or Facebook comments or Twitter posts? I guess if anyone's used any uh, Bluetooth headphones and have any uh, positive or negative reviews, that would be great. Yeah, or if you've specifically had any experience with the ones that we talked about here also, if you agree or completely disagree, um, by all means, tell us. Uh, yeah, we anything you have to tell us, and not to say that we're desperate or anything. I <laughs> want to hear if, if anyone's used the the uh, just the earbuds and gotten a shock while they're running because uh, the sweat kind of whatever. I oh, that'd be great. That. Yeah, good I, story there. I Your think shock. I've maybe gotten that a little bit in the past. Uh, you know, minor shocks possibly, or maybe it was just my imagination. Okay, so a major shock. Somebody gets <laughs> if someone or if has, he just got uh, electrocuted and has yeah. nothing to do with headphones, I would like to hear about it. I don't know if, how possible that is with the <laughs> how little electricity is generated there, but uh, yeah, but yeah. Either way, let us know. So anyway, uh, 
if uh is, is there any you you guys you guys aren't on twitter yet right i mean oh is that still a thing yeah mine's uh techies podcast oh yeah. okay right mine is interchange account here that's gotcha that's all right sounds good <laughs> <laughs> Well, if uh, if you guys uh, want to check out any other podcasts uh, that we do, uh, you can see the Wildernet podcast uh, available via iTunes or wherever podcasts are downloaded. Um, and again, on Twitter, I'm at, at uh, Shave Mad Ox. Um, yeah, there you go. That, I think, uh, is there anything else that either of you want to add to the end of the show here? I think I'm pretty Boom. good. Nope. Yep. Nope. That's it. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Well, been another fun episode. Good times, good times. Good tech talks and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Uh, and then Thanks, until guys. next time, <laughs> take her easy. Try again.